0: It's them wise girls. It's them wise girls. Yeah, yeah. It's them wise girls. Yeah, yeah. It's them wise girls. Wise girls. Yeah, yeah. It's them wise girls. Wise girls. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yo. Oh, you name, wise girls, wise girls,
1: wise girls, wise girls.
0: Hey, hey, good people. Welcome to the third episode of Dem Wise girls. girls. I'm your girl Laura. And I'm your girl K-Ray. And we are here this week with episode three for Carefree and Married. Yes, I said it carefree, married, black woman on the scene. And today we have our special, special guest, my bestie, my business partner, the hostess with the mostest, one of the best poets on this side of the Mason Dixon line. We got Doop in the building. Hey. <laughs> yes, not only is she all that, but she is also my very, very close bestest married friend and i picked her today as our guest because she's actually one of the most down to earth married people on the planet that i've ever encountered so i wanted to get her insight and her wisdom on how she remains so down to earth and married (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to come back in with our movie quote. And then after that, we're going to talk more with Miss Doo Wop. Doo When you're starting a business or trying to take your creativity to the next level, you need to be able to communicate without words in a market that is highly influenced by social media and visual marketing. Are you a creative professional looking to revamp your image or a new professional needing guidance on creating your brand? Well, contact Bold Creative Solutions. Be bold, be creative, be successful. We can be reached at BoldCreativeSolutions.com as well as Bold creative Solutions on all social media platforms. Again, contact us at BoldCreativeSolutions.com. Be bold, be creative, be successful. All right, great. So me and K-Ray actually did not have a movie quote this week. We were like in the studio like, oh, man, we ain't got no movie quote. And of course, the profound Mary Lady herself gave us our movie <laughs> quote. Which is ironic because Kim does Kim does not do movies. When I'm spewing out movie lines with K Ray, Kim's like, well, wait, what happened? What's that from? This is from her very favorite movie. So and it's actually perfect. It's from Love Jones. So if you're single, you probably have spent some weekends in your house, in your pajamas with your hair tied up, and your bowl of ice cream. Watching Love Jones, wondering, where the hell is Darius Love Hall? Where is he at in my life? Why won't he come? Why is he not here now? And how come nobody ain't writing poems about me? And I just want to let you know, as a poet who has dated other poets, don't look for Darius Love Hall. (laughs) Look for Kyle. (laughs) Kyle's got a good head on his shoulders, and he'll treat you much better. (laughs) All right, so our movie quote this week is from Love Jones. It's from the scene right after Nia and... I was about to call him Darius Love Hall, but it's Lorenz Tate. They get <laughs> together. They have this passionate love affair, and they have sex to the best song ever in the world by Maxwell, the Coco Cure version of something-something added into your life. You're welcome. So um, he goes out with his best friend, Savon, who has a fight with his wife. They go to play pool, and he asks Savon, do you think you married just soulmate? And this is what Savon played by. Isaiah Thomas says to Isaiah Washington. Isaiah Washington, what did I call him? Thomas. Thomas. Like See, I don't know anything about sports. I don't. <laughs> sports. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Isaiah Washington says this to Darius Lovell. He says, "People with profound insights on life know not to get married, and those that do ought to know that marriage is what you make it. It's what you make it. Yes, it is. Apparently, and that's what we're gonna learn about from our good." Miss do what because neither one of us are married so well you're engaged engage. it's not the same thing though. it's not the same thing <laughs> at all at all we know that
1: <laughs> what do you think about the quote kim well i mean i think there is a lot of merit to the quote um as far as people with profound insight know not to get married hmm, you know maybe maybe not um but definitely what I will agree with 100% is that you do know that marriage is what you make it. Um, what you put into it is really what you get out of it. It's not some magical, mystical thing that happens once you say I do that, you know, every t- everything turns into, you know, roses and, you know, sugar cane. You know, it, it just doesn't happen like that. You definitely have to put in the work Um to have the marriage that you want to have.
0: Mm, so you're saying marriage is not Jesus. You will not get roses for ashes. No, no, you will not. <laughs> okay, I definitely I definitely agree with that. But I feel like I needed a married person here so everything we talk about today can hold some weight. Or you can shut us down when we're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think you'll have issues with. No, you know me. Um. So, um, I'm supposed to have a rant today, but I don't think I want a rant just because we have doo in here, and I feel like a rant will naturally get into the midst of us. Yeah. Um, well, Carrie, you're engaged. How do you feel about your beginning stages of being engaged and approaching marital bliss? Um, I'm still in the settling into this whole thing phase. I don't, you know, it's still not real. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, I don't know what to say about it, actually.
1: <laughs> but you can be engaged and carefree, right?
0: I think so. Mm-hmm. You can be engaged and carefree and like, you know, I don't know, not, I don't know. I think you just have to make, as long as you're making it about the marriage and not about the wedding and not about what other people are thinking, I think you definitely could be engaged and carefree. Mm -hmm. I think you can be in a relationship and carefree. I think that these aspects come from solid individuals. I think (laughs) we were hanging out with our Uncle Quentin, he was killing me. He's the most unmarried person on the planet. Yes. He's one of those pro- people with profound insights on life don't get married. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was just like, you know, I hate when women say, I need somebody to complete me. You should show up with a whole person. If I'm going to marry somebody, I want to marry a whole person and not a half a person because you're leaving a lot of responsibility on me to be your puppet and make you happy Mm -hmm. and bring you joy and give you things that you don't have. You should show up whole. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are approaching marriage as like a fix-all to some of the issues in their lives Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're definitely looking for somebody to make them happy like cater to their every emotion like hello i'm not happy what are you doing about it and it's like no you need to go off and figure out what Mm -hmm. you are interested in and what your goals are for your personal self Mm -hmm. and then come back and be like well support me in what i want to do and I'll support you in what you want to do. See, exactly. with, with the support, though, I feel like the flip side to that is is that sometimes you can get to that place where it's like, well, I'm not happy. I'm going to take responsibility and make myself happy. And your partner could be scared of you growing, outgrowing them and be like, well, I don't want you to do something outside of the house. I don't want you to better something in your life because I'm scared of the person you will be once you get through with that. Hmm. And that's why it makes it difficult when to have show up to be in a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. It's true mm-hmm. hmm. hmm. that's that's a deep thinker isn't it that is it's a, lot <laughs> to, it's a lot to think about it's a lot to think about especially in today's day where everybody's just like jumping into a relationship jumping into marriage you know they ready to do you know they ready to put together their package mm-hmm. and have what everything on the outside looks like like okay i got this patch, I, I got my everything on my list checked off okay now I should be happy now I should be feel like you know my life has started I know exactly what you mean because not only am I a package maker I'm a package maker with incomplete people that's my favorite thing to do I'm like you know when the Red Cross gets together to make boxes <laughs> to send to people in disaster relief oh that's me I'm putting everything like, okay so we've made this milestone and this milestone and where are we going next I think we need some shampoo a conditioner a body wash a toothbrush you know, and I'm going to just put some tape on this and a bow, and, you know, shit's going to work out. Shit never works out, but, you know, I am a professional yeah, package yeah, you maker. you think that's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. you're like a curator. You're like, well, let me curate you. you let, know, me, let, me, let me buy you a little new outfit. <laughs> I'm going to go out, and I'm going to get us some little home stuff. I'm going to, you know, put us together, and we're going to be looking real good. All you got to do is show up. And you know what? Sometimes they show up, and then they show up shitty. And you just feel like, <laughs> you done fucked up this whole packaging. You, you fucked up the whole marketing strategy I had to make you look like a decent nigga. We got to start over. <laughs> we must break up now. <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh>. This <laughs> is so true for you. This oh, is so damn true. damn it. You'd be like, damn it. I bought all this. I did came with all this stuff. And I think a lot of women... Like proceed in the face of knowing that, you know, their package making skills was done on the wrong person. I think a lot of us proceed into marriage like, well, I got to keep going. I've invested all this time, Mm -hmm. which is actually my key phrase that I hate. Like I invested all this time. So invested all this time and now you want to give more time? Well, that actually brings up another Love Jones quote when uh, Neil Long was like to uh, Khalil Kane, like, all we have, Marvin, is all these this years. <laughs> like, <laughs> Talk about it. All we have is all this time together. Like, we don't have nothing else. We're not going in the same direction. We don't have the same interest. You just went off on me for eating a toasted oat. <laughs> 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 we clearly don't need to be together anymore. <laughs> How do you feel like do you, how do you feel like you keep your sense of self in your marriage?
1: um well, definitely one of the things is um, I had a pretty good understanding of who I was mm-hmm. um I was a little older. I was already thirty four when my husband Gino I'll refer to him as Gino for the rest of the show <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh, when we met, so I was you know, I was already pretty well um you know into understanding who i was mm-hmm. i still had growing to do we always have growing to do which is a beautiful thing um but at 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 that point in my life i was pretty well set on knowing what i wanted knowing what i didn't want mm-hmm. and knowing who i was and what i had to give so at the point when we met we we really were able to embrace each other um you know in a manner of who who we were you know at that point and not you know when you know you are younger and and you know things change and life changes and you realize what you thought you wanted you didn't want and this that mm-hmm. and the other we were kind of past that okay yeah. so we were able to move into it you know in a different space than if we had you know met, met maybe years ago you know he always says I um, if we would have met, what do you think if we would have met each other sooner, you know, earlier in life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's hard to say. I still truly think, you know, being the person that he is and the person I am, that we would have been together or still been together. Yeah. Um, however, you never know. Um. You know, hindsight is, you know, 2020 20 once you yeah. get to a certain point. But he, um, you know, I just think the fact that we were already older really helped it really played a big role into us being able to accept each other for who we were and it wasn't going to be a whole lot of changing Yeah, happened at that time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you feel like you had gotten to the milestones of life where you realized, like, no, this is who you are and this is who I am and I like what you got going on yep. and you like what I got going on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. So nobody had to, like, push themselves into boxes they really didn't exactly. want to fit into. And it. then
1: even at that time, you – not only do you have an understanding of more self-awareness but you are more aware of of the world and other people in it and what i mean by that is by that age you come to learn that people are who they are and so Mm -hmm. to expect anybody to change who they are after they've been that for 35 40 years is insane you know yeah. it's ludicrous to even mm-hmm. you know get involved so you know you know who you got and what you what you see is what you get <laughs> at that point and you understand that yes. yeah i think what is such a beautiful thing is that several of my friends are married i feel
0: like it's starting to turn into the point where the single people are becoming the minority it used to feel like we were all single and you were mm-hmm. married but mm-hmm. i feel like more of us more of us. I'll just I'll include
1: myself yeah, in the we'll more of us category. Yeah. You know, and and because more of you, y- your age has changed. Yes, you our know, age we've has been changed. knowing each other for about nine, almost ten almost years. years now. And so, if you're 33, thirty three, you thirty three. Thirty three. So if you're thirty three, you're twenty three, 24 You know, at that point. I was 35, 36, 37, 38. Something like that. <laughs> and you know, and so I was just at a different stage in life when it when it came to relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was 23, 24, I was that same exact girl that you were. Exactly. I was her. That she was me. She yeah.
0: was me. No, I think it's beautiful because I feel like a lot of my friends are getting married and they get to still be themselves within their marriage like nothing about them in a totality mm-hmm. has changed they've just added something into their life which is their partner and i feel like their partners have genuinely accepted them mm-hmm. and i think black women get a bad rep for not being submissive um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i feel like it's interesting because i know strong black women okay and they haven't stopped being strong but an aspect of them is still you know they know when that line has come and they're like okay well I'm going to need to submit, girl. I'll holler at you tomorrow. Exactly. exactly. And I think it's. I can't go today. (laughs) I can't go today. Or they know they've taken the conversation too far left. They they better come back to the center. Mm -hmm. And it's it's never in like a demanding way. There was never a mean look shot. It was just like an internal feeling like, "Mm, you know what? I think this is the line. I think I'm going to back up off of it. And I just find that like, I was like, actually, this is beautiful. This is way more beautiful than something like. Somebody always going, whatever it is you like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wherever you want to go, I'll eat whatever it is you like. Yeah, I feel like it's just not
1: genuine. And somebody in that instance is really unhappy. unhappy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think just the genuine happiness that I've been seeing is just it's just amazing. You know, I think I was watching two of our friends kind of play with each other. Flo and Mike, they were like, you know, Flo was just going on and on. And Mike was just shooting her. I look like, what? What are you doing? And she was just like, mm-mm. And I saw her step to the line and she stepped back. Mm. And then I yeah, I gotta go. I gotta mm. go. Remember when uh Whitley, she her and Dwayne had just gotten married, she was mad at him uh-huh. about furniture or something. And um she had walked out on him in an argument and then he showed up, um what's the name of the place they used to eat all the time? Uh the pit. He showed up to the pit and he said, I don't care about furniture. I love you. You're my wife. Come home. And she looked at her friend, she was like Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking. She about. walked off like bye. I was like, I was watching it like, uh I What's wish that show a different Diff- world. Oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh
0: man, I really want to get to that point in my life where I could be like, bye, <laughs> and everybody knows. Uh-huh. Everybody knows like she was. We are. Yeah, we're not yeah, uncomfortable with like, oh, okay. the fact that she ran off. Yeah, she had to go. She, she had to go. She had to go. She knew. Uh, yeah. She knew. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I feel like submission from a black woman looks different than um, maybe another mm. culture
1: oftentimes yeah. oftentimes
0: but it's mm. it's not lack of submission it's just a different it's a different look mm-hmm. it's a different feel. it's a different
1: look and it's a different time as kairi was saying It's it's just a different time where um you know women don't feel or have the same level of expectation that they used to mm. um you know before where it was all about you know put yourself last and put everybody and everything else first. And now I think we're coming into a, a time where we are hearing and knowing and feeling that if we don't care for ourselves, then we can't be there and available to take care of anything or anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, self-care is a thing that is really big now in our society, and women women are embracing that and understanding that if you are, like Kayla hey, was we saying, just a part of a person, you know, coming into a situation, there is no way that you can give something your all when you're not even at 100%. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm definitely feeling that. It's yeah. like impossible. Mm-hmm. Self-care is, I'm big on self-care. Whether, mm-hmm. it don't have to be something like extravagant, like, or expensive, like getting your hair done right. all the time, right. or it just has to be something small, like I'm doing something that I like mm-hmm. at least, a, you know, mm-hmm. once before, a week.
1: Even for just a few minutes. Few minutes, yeah. You know, just to be able to, um, you know, have that time and that space to get, to pull yourself back into where you need to be.
0: Yeah, I definitely understand that. Cause I think it may it put people, it put women in a position, in particularly, to be resentful. By the time your Ooh, kids got yeah. grown, like, well, mm-hmm. I didn't gave up everything, mm-hmm. and it, and I think men often look at you like, well, I never asked you to give mm-hmm. up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went mm-hmm. well on what we
1: were expected, to, you know, given the norm or societal norms at the time. Yeah, you know, and now things are changing. Yeah, you know, things are changing for the better. You know, for I think better.
0: I definitely think for the better because I think you're right. I was like they would wake up like, you know, after the kids was grown and be like, well, well, who am I? I don't mm-hmm. know who you are. Mm-hmm. Where have I been? Right. Like, right. And
1: now I, now they and then they feel lonely and mm-hmm. ostracized mm-hmm. and like and now they want to be somebody. Yeah. Quote unquote. And then that's when the partner's looking at them like, hold on, but you ain't never been nobody and you've been fat. <laughs> <laughs> now all of a sudden you want to be somebody. Now all of a sudden you yeah, want to be somebody. And then that's where it all kind of hit, you know, all of it yeah. comes in and, just you know, the fallout comes.
0: It does come. And it, it comes on either side. The woman could stand up and want to mm-hmm. be somebody. The yep. man could be like, yeah. Mm. I guess you never want to change. It's like, actually, you're mis- you're misinterpreting her goals or, you know, you're mm-hmm. misinterpreting the person who was at home. It was just like, well, look, I just got into a cycle of sacrifice and I never yeah. asked for anything yeah. else. Yeah. Maybe you should ask me, if I is there something else you want to do? Is there anything mm-hmm. else you need? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, ooh, I think that's the only thing where I'm single and satisfied and I get into that, like, ooh, Sometimes I get real comfortable in the, I don't have to communicate with anybody's face. <laughs> mm. I was out with Uncle Quentin. I was like, oh, my God. I really understand how you could stay single forever. It, because there's there's a space of non-community, <laughs> non-communication mm-hmm. that is like, you know, you I don't. want to stay within yes. You don't have to articulate your feelings right. and articulate, you know. Your wants. Your, your wants. Yes. Any,
1: any of that. You you come, um, you go, you do as you please. Yeah. And um, there is definitely, you know, the freedom there that is undeniable. <laughs> undeniable. It is undeniable.
0: un-deniable <laughs> you know. It is. It is. It's undeniable. <laughs> it was like, you know, mm, I, I do see how people mm-hmm. and I didn't see it like in my 20s, but now that I'm getting like towards my mm-hmm. mid-30s, I'm like, oh no yeah I see how you you know I was like you know what mm-hmm. if I had a little bit more bread <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit more money if I had a little I would be all the way satisfied like mm, maybe don't come over here maybe mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. maybe don't <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, oh my okay gosh. oh I want to get to this part because I feel like um I feel like sometimes people like look at me and Kevin like, well, she's married and you're single and y'all always out together and I want to talk about the importance of keeping friendships while being. Within a relationship, because a lot of times women get a man and you get it's engulfing. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to deny the fact that once you get into a relationship, it can be engulfing. It's like, where's Karen? Karen's with Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how long are they going to be together? Does she want does Karen want to go to brunch? And it's like you invite Karen to brunch. then she bring her man? It's like, no, Karen, I just want to see you. Um mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times I have conversations with women where it's like, you know, I couldn't go because she said I couldn't bring my man. It's like, well, you had a friendship with this person before you established this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people just want your individual presence. So you're not like looking over at Jim, wiping the crumbs off his mouth and, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, ma- talking to the waiter, making sure you don't put no lemon in Jim's water. Right, right. Um, so, what do you feel like, how do you feel like you and Gino maintain friendships within your marriage and still have that individual
1: quality time? Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, I don't have, quote-unquote, a lot of friends that I, that I see and hang out with on a regular basis. Um, however, I do have friends. And so when there, when there is time, when it's time, and I know it's girls' time, and I know that, um, you know, my friend needs my attention or, you know, desires just to have my presence there without their, you know, being a husband or kids or anything else, whatever it might be, um, then I, for myself, take the time. So when I relay that and I say, well, I, you know, me and Laura, Laura and I were going so and so. And that is a pretty much a mutual understanding that this is something that Laura and I are going to do together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and and because he has a large family, he has he has quite a few friends, you know, he has a lot of people in his life as well. And so he understands that when it's time for that to happen, for him to go and be there um, either for them or for himself, just take that time for himself, then that happens for him as well. So it's it's real um, easy as far as the, how the communication goes with him and I. Um, maybe not like that for everybody, you know. Um, and we've been together for about 11 years now. So it's a little bit different in the beginning, you know, when it's real fresh and new, it's like, where's she at? She with him, you know, (laughs) they're together, you know, and that's just how it is. (laughs) And it's just like, you know, every minute of the day, you just want to be in that person's presence and Mm -hmm. they want to be around you. And that's awesome, you know, but then there there does come a time when things kind of start to balance out and level out a little bit, you Mm. know, to where it's, you know, just a mutual understanding that just because I, don't want, you know, just because I want to be away from you in this moment does not mean that I don't want to be with you, you know, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. the thing that, um you know, people have to understand is that me saying that I need to step away for a moment does not mean that I don't want to be with you at this moment, you know, so. That's kind of how we work it, you know. Like I said, we're older, so we a lot of the crap yeah. we done already worked out mm-hmm. in past relationships. Thank goodness, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, we've already, you know, been there, done that. We know yeah. what we don't want. We know, you know, and that's kind of how it is. So that works for us, you know. It's just really that simple.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah. a good space
0: to be in. It is a good space to be in.
1: Okay. Oh, you said that you had gotten
0: into a space because we talk all the time. I told y'all this is my bestie, mm-hmm. so we talk all the time, and Kim always references the time before she got married, how she got into a mental space where it was like I'm not doing nothing until I feel like it's the right person.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not. And gonna, by nothing, I, I know by <laughs> nothing
0: she means. I
1: mean, like you know, getting involved in in relationship, like um any any level of committed relationship. I still have friends. Blessed you know, <laughs> <twisted>. that, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I meant there was a point, and I was about 33, 34. This was right before I met Gino, and I remember being in this space, and in the space that I was in, I was so um, determined not to get into another fly-by-night relationship. That's what I called it. I don't want another. Fly-by-night relationship. I don't want another friends with benefit type of situation. I knew I wanted to be married. I wanted a husband. And the next person that I was going to, you know, give myself to in that manner had to at least have the serious, for real potential to be that. You know, you don't know going in for sure what's going to happen. But, I mean, it had to be, like, real deal, for real like, not many questions. If this was, you know, uh, the guy, mm-hmm. or or could potentially be that guy, and not because I'm, you know, p- um, projecting, projecting potential onto him. Oh yes. But the real true potential was there, and somebody who who had the same type of desire, mm-hmm. you know, because that was the thing. You can I I can't go out, you know. I couldn't. I knew that there was no way of getting with somebody who had no desire to be married Mm -hmm. thinking that I was going to one day get married that Mm. just wouldn't make sense so so, you know things just that simple um I realized at that point you know was going to make a difference so until that guy came along I was just going to be cool I would you know date I would hang out I would do whatever but as far as really investing myself into a situation wholeheartedly I knew I wasn't going to do that and so at that point when I would go out with my friends or my sisters or whatever, it went from a, let me put this on, let me get real cute, because let me see, well, you know, I might meet somebody tonight, (laughs) Mm -hmm. to that, like, really being the last thing on my mind, like, I'm gonna go out and have some fun with my friends, like, that was the thing. The possibility of meeting somebody was, like, not even really there, and like, it wasn't, not that I didn't have the desire, the desire was still there, but it wasn't so prevalent that it dictated, kind of, how I moved Mm -hmm. and what I did.
0: See, I think that's interesting because... I feel like there's so much, like, anxiety around, like, oh, my God, black women have such a hard time. It's nobody out here. It's, it's like, seven good men, five of them is married, and two of them are questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, one is gay. One is gay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: there's
0: nothing wrong with being gay. It's just, you know, you're not, I'm, not yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm not on your radar. I'm not on your radar. Especially if you're a black woman and you're attracted to black men, and that mm-hmm. is your ultimate... It, yes. Mm-hmm. That's your ultimate connection yes. right there. Yes. Um do you feel like that relieved you of all that anxiety once you dropped it It like
1: did it did i mean i felt so carefree Mm. i did i felt so carefree and i feel like as soon as i released that here he came like literally mm. bumped into me like it was crazy (laughs) so it was just like as as soon as i like kind of just let that go like the anxiety of, I wonder if I'm going to meet somebody, if anybody's going to talk to me, what's going to happen tonight. When I go out, should I do this? Should I wear this? You know, mm-hmm. da, da. I mean, I want, you know, you want to look good just because you want to look good. You know what For I mean? For yourself. Because when you step out, you want to be like, ah. Oh. Yeah. But it wasn't so much of, oh, what's going to happen tonight. And so when that got released, I'm talking about, it was a whole nother thing realm of existence as far as I'm concerned because I existed for me Mm -hmm. and not what somebody else could potentially see in me. Mm.
0: Yeah. Boom. Boom. I think maybe the key to being carefree and married is you have to be carefree to begin
1: with. Yeah, you gotta be carefree and single. Uh, Carefree and single. single. Yes. Yes. And that's how you show up. Mm.
0: Amen. Boom. Boom. Yeah, But I I really like what you were saying about projecting potential onto somebody because I think that's it's almost a human nature thing Mm -hmm, because it's mm -hmm. just like a part of curiosity and your imagination, and you're dreaming (sighs) up stuff for yourself. (laughs) And then you try to imagine, well, is this person like this? And then you start imagining things, and then you start putting it on them even though their actions and their words aren't lining Mm -hmm. up with what you're imagining. Yes. And you really have to be careful about that and decipher, what am I imagining and what's really Mm -hmm. real?
1: What am I packaging Am, I, yes. trying package am, I, try, am I trying to pack something up? Am I Am I putting these things in the box or mm-hmm. are they already there? there I, have yeah. backed, I, look, I have backed away from the Red Cross you line. You've backed away from everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to come back to That's the middle. That's a different show. <laughs>
0: I've been trying to come back to the middle. I've been slowly yeah, working you, on you it. Yeah. You have. You have. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so I feel like we've had this conversation, too, and I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because, I think there's a lot of, once you get into, like, good couple space and, like, you can share it with the world, um, everybody feels like, oh, my God, I want your relationship. This is so good. Goals. Mm, oh, and, goals. Relationship goals. And I feel like I've heard celebrities talk about, I've heard just people in good relationships talk about, you know, goals is, like, intimidating to us as a couple because mm-hmm. we real people. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, what is it like to be, like, black love and everybody's watching? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. It it does. Yeah. Um, there is a magnifying glass on black you know couples that present as having it together mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um there's definitely especially with social media and you know all that all that um and it 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 doesn't really affect me in a manner of it being you know, the world out there and what the world thinks of me, it really is more so the people that are closest to me.
0: Because,
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, I've even, you know, thought, I mean, you know, we're human beings. We're going to have times where, you know, we're not going to get along the best and, you know, things are just going to get a little, you know, a little rocky, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. And so the people around you who are close to you, they see the real you know what i'm saying they they see the good the bad and the ugly mm. and if those people can still look at the good the bad and the ugly and be like go mm-hmm. then that's yeah. real yeah that's real the you know what people see on you know facebook instagram whatever social media whatever mm-hmm. it is or just when you're out and about you know on out on the town mm-hmm. and you know taking the, the photos and the selfies and the kiss kissing pics yeah. you know that's you know it's good you know people yeah you people want something to aspire you know to be or whatever but when the people close to you who know all of it are still like uh-uh bitch go <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> then, then you, yeah. um, you know, then that's when that's when I can accept that and I can feel good that I can be that inspiration for those people around me, especially for other black women mm-hmm. who are close to me, because it it really I watched my stepmother who. Was you know married to my father And they got divorced And she was about in 35 or something She was a little older too When her and her now husband got together And when I saw that happen for her I knew it could happen for me mm. And I feel like I want other women To look at me Who really truly know All of it And still be able to say If it could happen for her It could happen mm-hmm. for me Because it can Mm. I'm not an anomaly, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not. I'm not a once, you know, a once in, a in a lifetime, lifetime. situation. No, this happens, you know. This happens for black people. And it can happen for, you know, more women. You know, yeah. so I'm, like, I'm not like the only one. So I like being that inspiration for people.
0: Ooh, mm. I, like I like that. All right, that. so we are going to come back with our final word on our final piece of wisdom we're gonna bring this all together when we come back hey laura your instagram feed looks awesome oh thank you i have been working with purple eye potion they have been capturing all of my professional headshots all the work for my blog you should really check them out Really? I've been looking for a professional photographer to take some engagement photos. Well, you should definitely go to their website at purpleeyepotion.com. You will get $10 off of any $50 purchase or more. You can go to potion at p-u-r-p-l-e-i-p-o-t-i-o-n dot com. Purple Eye Potion, the potion to capture your life in motion. All right, so we are back to close it out, and I am going to put Kim into the space because she's the married one. I feel like she's the authority today. (laughs) How's she come on? that's how you know you're a natural born leader when you come into somebody else's podcast <laughs> but you are the leader you are the authority, the authority no. of, the, of the episode <laughs> to bring us the wise principle of it all mm-hmm. about marriage and being carefree and still being yourself
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well just kind of like I was saying um, before the break is that really who you show up as is the person that you will be Mm. in the marriage so if and vice versa so you know if, if you just show up as part of a person not really having a full understanding of not maybe not necessarily who you are in totality but but your needs and your wants and your desires and you know the things that that you need for yourself to be happy in life Mm -hmm. um you know if you show up without those things then you know you really can't expect for that to happen just because now you're a married woman um most times actually happens you know it's the opposite that happens uh typically if you know you think that you know marriage is the the save all cure all for all of your you know your everything that you're lacking. Mm-hmm. So you know I would. That is is the main thing that I would say. And just as far as being you know carefree, um and and married, you got to be carefree and single. You know yeah. <laughs> you got to be happy with you, and the space that you're in, and know that you know even when there's no quote-unquote love from a man, there's love all around you. And there's, you know, most of us have a majority uh, um, uh, uh, amount of people that we can, you know, pull on for that love that that we feel that we're lacking or, you know, to kind of fill that void for the time being, you know, until you get to a space where you do have a, a partner, a significant other. Um, but, you know, and, and until then, just realizing How beautiful and wonderful life is, Mm -hmm. you know, um, just for being able to live it, you know, period. And then you can take that over, carry that over into your relationship.
0: Ooh. Mm -hmm. Bam, bam, there it is. There it is. I feel like that's an awesome wise principle. So let me summarize this up for y'all. Okay. How, I'm, What I'm understanding, what I heard you say is <laughs> that if you want to be a Sadie Sadie married lady, if you want to be an eyes married now, you're going to have to get into a space of contentment with your own self. Before you can have the expectation or even the tools to communicate to someone else what it is you need, want, and desire. Mm-hmm. So it's feeling like if we want to get married, we're going to have to spend time with me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. So if you are uncomfortable single, you ain't going to find nobody until mm-hmm. you actually get comfortable with your own oneness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: especially not the person. Like, you'll find somebody, but you know the person that you really want and need in your life um is going to be and and being happy in Ugh. that is the key because you can get married you can get married ladies but the key is being happy in your marriage mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. i feel like happiness is a key component to being carefree there it is. Yes. carefree there it is i feel like you can't end the episode no better than how we just did it i don't <laughs> think you can i think it's all there <laughs> Bam. So until we meet again on our next episode of them wise girls, we're gonna see y'all on the flip side. Bam, ow. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye. Those wise girls,
1: wise girls.